Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Products for the job at a better price. Berwick BMW, making a new car resolution? Start your new year in new wheels from Berwick BMW. The Run Home. Jordan Canellis and Josh Jenkins with you. Good afternoon. Welcome to The Run Home. Welcome back to The Run Home. If you've still been with us over the last couple of hours, we are leading up to the Big Bash tonight, the Melbourne Stars and the Melbourne Renegades. Uh, it'll be Sam Hargraves and Bryce McGain on the call with you a little later on. So a big match coming your way in the BBL, live right across Australia on the SEN network. Um, JJ, have you, uh, have, do you reckon you'll have an eye on the Big Bash tonight? Stars and Renegades, oh, always a big occasion. I, yeah, I think so. The uh, tennis caught me last night with uh, the demon knocking off Rafa. That sort of caught the attention. Again, I'm only a casual tennis uh, fan these days. But, um, yeah, that caught the attention last night. So I'd imagine... Uh, hey, any any sport that's good sport is uh, is worth watching. So hopefully the the uh, the Melbourne Derby is a cracker. Mm, absolutely, hope it is. Uh, last night in the Big Bash, the Adelaide Strikers took on the Hobart Hurricanes. The Hurricanes got the win by seven wickets with 16 balls remaining. They were just hard to dismiss. They are such a strong batting lineup. The Hobart Hurricanes. Colin de Grandhon plays for the Adelaide Strikers, and it's pretty tight right now. If you look at the Big Bash uh, table. Everyone's within a, a win of each other from second down to sixth, I think. So it's pretty tight at the moment. Colin de Grandhomme is with us here on The Run Home. Afternoon to you, Colin. How's things? Afternoon. How's it going, guys? All we're, good? We're well, thank you. Bad luck on the result last night. You guys were, were fairly solid with the bat, though. 177 you guys posted, which is a, a decent team total, but the Hurricanes were pretty hard to knock over. What was the assessment from last night's match? Yeah, no, we... I think we... Obviously, from after the power play, we batted well, I think, and got an okay score on that wicket. So I think at least 200 was par, and they just came out hot, and they started well in the power play and just kept going. It was pretty hard to stop. You've had some good knocks so far this season, uh, personally. Three scores, uh, 30 or over, batting at number five. How have you enjoyed your season so far? Yeah, and no, I've been good so far. The wickets have been pretty good, and yeah, we're just looking. Obviously, got win the next few games because gone close the last few, and hopefully we can get over the line the next couple at home. Uh, Colin, I'm interested in you know, T20 cricket, and, and you're an experienced uh, person and player when it comes to that format of the game. Is there? Much in the way of a game review, can you review the game closely and work out where things went right or wrong? Or is there randomness and the un unpredictability of, of, of T20 cricket sometimes take over and, you, and you're better off, particularly in a busy schedule, to look forward rather than looking back? I definitely got to look at, at points that we can do better, and especially the power plays and the surges. If you do well in that, I think that sets you up well for a good total and something to defend or when you're chasing it'll put you on the front foot in a in a similar vein how much uh is 2020 cricket 
um, dependent on individual performances compared to overall team effort. It's, it feels like team effort might be more of a, a test uh, test match related thing where you have to piece together a whole match over the course of five days, obviously. But 2020 cricket, because it is so short and sharp, is it more, are you saw rel- relying a bit more on individual efforts? Yeah, I think if two guys stand up with the bat and the ball, I think you pretty much come through with the win most of the time. But then I suppose if you look at it, if everyone gets 30 quick runs, you also do well. So I think it's definitely a, it's individual, but everyone does well. I think you can get over the line. Uh, Colin, looking around the competition, uh, who who are some of the teams who have, who have impressed you the most? Are you a player or person who likes to take in cricket when you're not playing? Do you do you watch a little bit or do you get away from it? What sort of a what sort of an athlete are you? Yeah, when there's nothing on, I'll nothing on TV. I'll sit and watch, but generally I'll try to get away and maybe get on the golf course or go to the beach and relax for a bit, but. If I'm home, I'll obviously turn it on and have a watch. Uh, and do you, sorry, Jordan. And do you, do you enjoy the the the, the fast uh, nature and the and the and the very busy nature of the BBL fixture? There's uh, uh, you know a lot of um, conversation being about how quick and how many games there are, but I think the other bit that's forgotten is how much travel is involved. You guys are on planes, you know, flat out flying across the place. You know, there's no other team in Adelaide, of course. So you're on the plane uh, every other game. So h- how do you find the schedule from that point of view? I think you get used to the coming in and out. Cause it's, it's, I suppose the only big travel is really to Perth. But apart from that, it's not too bad. I think you get used to it. and You still get a long time before the games, obviously, because they played later in the day. So I think it's, it's not too bad. Colin, part of the uh, the new cricket TV rights deal that's just been signed off on uh, around uh, with Channel 7 and Foxtel is for a shorter Big Bash competition in 2024. There's going to be 18 less games, and, and with that, obviously, will come a, a shorter duration. So it might be from the seven weeks that it is now down to maybe five or four. Uh, it might stop a bit of player drain as well because there's other leagues happening at this time of the year. Do you think that's a smart move for the Big Bash to try and condense it down again? Uh, not maybe maybe with the all the flights and that. If it, I think maybe the players want a bit less, but maybe if they played sort of more often, or you could put them all in. I reckon. So as as a player, do you want to play more more cricket, more twenty twenty cricket? I think it's it is good to play everyone twice because everyone the same opportunities to make the finals and probably fans will be happy too. Do you think the the Big Bash has uh, has an issue with, with losing players? Because there's the, uh, the, the, the tournament happening in uh, the UAE, which starts in a couple of weeks, where a lot of the Big Bash players are going to be uh, moving off to. So the back end of, the, of this Big Bash season will, will lose a lot of our bigger names. Um, is that Do you look at that? Are you sort of, as a team, looking at... Uh, at how you cover for those names that you'll be losing? I think teams will definitely be looking to cover a few players, but I think there's still some good local players that can come in and do do a good job too. 
And what was your take on the uh, on the Michael Nisa catch the other night on the boundary? <laughs> oh, it just doesn't look. It. I probably think it shouldn't be out, but I don't know. All the rules are so. <laughs> <laughs> There's some rules that you scratch your head out with cricket. Yeah, it's probably a bit too much grey area in some things, yeah. things like that. It, I don't know how you can go that far over the boundary and bring it back and still be out. Yeah. Uh, one more before we let you go, Colin. That one off the text. I feel like Colin would have a good nickname. Can you please ask him if he has one? And if so, what is it? Do you have a, a creative nickname, Colin? <laughs> no, not really. It's One of them is Dutchy because when I first came over to New Zealand, they thought I was from. South Africa, so they thought I was a Dutch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it makes sense. Colin, thank you so much, mate, and, uh, and good luck for the rest of the season. Thanks, guys. See you later. Colin de Grandholm with us from the Adelaide Strikers and, uh, yeah, couldn't get the job done last night against the Hobart Hurricanes. Uh, JJ, when the, the Hurricanes have a, a strong batting lineup, like uh, Caleb Jewell, who made 50 last night, but then look at some of the really big names, guys who have played for Australia, Ben McDermott, Matthew Wade, Darcy Short, Tim David. That's a, that's a strong batting order. It is. I found Colin's response. Well, to be honest, I find the I've found the response generally of the of the other players who have come out and been a little critical of the the BBL extending the competition and and putting more games in because typically, and I know you would have heard this interviewing AFL players, and uh, you look at the leagues in America with the basketball and the baseball. Typically, the athletes want more games because that means less training and less practice. Mm. Whereas the BBL players are wanting less games. So it's, um, or I've been probably largely uh, negative about playing more games. So it's interesting that, 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 that the general consensus, not Collins, but the general consensus is perhaps there are too many games or in too short a time frame. Whereas you ask NBA players and AFL players, particularly the four and five day breaks that we went through throughout COVID, everyone was saying, no worries, we'll play every four or five game, days because it means we don't have to practice. Yeah. What do you think of the of the uh, the shortening of the season? So 2024 is when it's going to come in. 60, mm. what is it, 63 uh, games down to 41 or something like that, or, the, or 61 down to 43. Mm. I think I think that's actually a good move for the league. Yeah, I'd say it is. I'd say it is. Um, I think there's two elements. So, uh, again, you look at the NFL, every game counts. Well, does every game count in the BBL? That's probably where we've got to when you start to query whether you can have a loss here or there and it doesn't really matter. They all matter, but it's like it's not do or die every time you see yeah. the Stars play or the Strikers play. Uh, the other thing is, and, and, and this is probably hypercritical, but from my point of view, I, I, I'm, I'm not drawn to any games. Typically, I'm drawn to sports for, for, for superstar individuals. You know, Rafa Nadal drew me to the tennis last night. Yeah, uh, I'm drawn to the NFL for the superstars. I'm not drawn to the BBL for any superstars. There might be a couple emerging, and there might be a couple there who I'm just not up to speed with. But I'm not drawn to the BBL. I can't just turn it on and, you know, it might be uh, Perth playing against Brisbane. I'm not really drawn to the game because of the individuals involved. And I don't know how the league can can counter what we're seeing in India and other places when the money's so much more lucrative. But there needs to be a way to ensure that our best players and some of the other best players around the world are playing because that's what will draw the eyeballs. Yeah, I think I think that'll help. I think the, the shortening of the season would actually help that because we do get 
big names to the league uh, who are, you know, reputable T20 players. But for a small period of time, right? Yeah, four-game contracts. I mean, it's yeah. it's a nice little short burst to see uh, Andre Russell playing three or four games and then he's got to head off to play in another yep. league, which is offering him more money. So if mm. if the league can can condense itself down and, and be a five-week competition, like most most other leagues sort of are, instead of the seven or eight weeks that we have right now, if you can pay players maybe the same amount or slightly more for a shorter duration and, and not have it cross over with a league happening in the UAE or in in I don't know, yep. Bangladesh or wherever they, the Caribbean, yep. then, it, then it might actually help build the, the league up. And, and it makes it a more, I think it also helps the product because five weeks is a nice short, sharp burst. It's not going to be a, a long drawn out thing like seven weeks, which where people might get fatigued over time in, in trying to support their team constantly through that period. Yeah, well, I think that's the problem, isn't it? You, you can't afford to to have a league where, where games don't matter. The results don't really matter. That's what we see in baseball. Now, people might come at me off the text, off the 40 wins, temper text, and say baseball does matter and it is important. But if you are... The, the, the criticism of baseball, 162 games, about 60 of them don't matter yeah. because the results don't matter on those games. Even the NBA, which is a sport I love, 82 games. You see NBA teams just flat out not turn up 10 or, 10 or 12 times every season because the games don't matter and and whenever you start to get into that uh that part of uh your league ending up in that space i should say it's dangerous and that's maybe what's happened with the bbl this is the run home josh jenkins jordan canellis here with you so from the big bash to the tests we'll have a chat to rachel haynes who's part of our sen cricket commentary team former australian vice captain with the women's national team she'll be with us on the other side of this to chat about the third test between australia and south africa next here on sen